But hey, Geek Pantsers, we're here to talk about Ghostbusters 2. Two. Or what, it's like this. <laughs> yeah, it's... The logo. <laughs> it's really... Uh, it's funny, too, because I remember it, when I first watched it, I had no issues with the logo. This time around, I was like, the logo is so... It, not the logo for the movie, but the fact that they incorporated the logo... Exactly. On exactly. everything else. Then I was like, that is just... Like, why would they even do that? It was perfect for the movie posters and even, like, the titles when the movie starts. But the be exactly. on the uniforms and everything, like... Like, it made no sense that they were like, this is a sequel, so... Yeah. Like, <laughs> just so stupid. So <laughs> stupid. Um, other than that, though, I will say, like, I remember when we were talking about uh, Ghostbusters on the, the previous campcast, and we are saying, like, obviously, Ghostbusters is the better of the two. Um, and I was heavily inferring that this one was, like, real steep drop-off in terms of, like, quality and stuff. But after rewatching it, I actually... I mean, yeah, it's geared more for kids than the first one. Yeah. Okay. You know, and I get the reasoning behind it because the cartoon had been out for five years, the entire five years in between. So naturally. Um, but other than that, there was, it was still funny, but not like childishly funny, childishly funny. It was just, just not as dark as the first one. And that was it, but it was still pretty close. Like I was like, I don't know why I was giving it such a, hard time it's still a really good movie it's like yeah. really close really close it's it's um yeah that's pretty much how like, i feel like the only like, other I love thing the, that i noticed I, sorry go like on. we we talked about the sequel and how like i feel and i think you agreed that you probably it was probably you too like i watched this before the first as a kid it was so, yeah so i definitely I did. fell in love with all of this before i knew about gozer and terror dogs or anything so yeah, I, I got that i, I definitely I guess, did too I got a little bit of a, it's got a special spot in my heart, right? So like, even though I watch the first now, and I, I totally agree the first is better. And every time I watch the first and the second back to back, I think the first gets a little more better every time. The second is still not as, it's not garbage. It's really yeah. fun. Really yeah, fun. like I, I feel bad that in my previous camcast that I was making it sound like it was this huge disparity and that, it wasn't like, the, like I was going to say, the only other thing that I noticed was that a specific change to match the cartoon was that Winston's mustache was shaved. Right. And Slimer is incorporated with the, with them now more. And Yeah. But, and they're making it more like a, like a mascot sort of pet type of thing. It's, yeah. it's less of a, a, a nuisance or like an actual ghost and more of like a, a playful nuisance. Yeah. Which again, like, uh you know it was fine like you know um yeah i had no problem with it yeah yeah like uh um yeah it was pretty pretty interesting stuff i gotta say so like i mean i i, I liked the movie i thought everyone was great in the movie um although and it's i kind of a little bit disappointed I'm, I'm doing this on my phone because i actually had <laughs> the wikipedia saved where they talk about the themes in the movie oh yeah yeah, and they're actually like saying how like there was a trend in '80s movies where they had uh, men being like fathers and not having any mothers in the uh, 
like so like three men and a little baby was an example that they mentioned and how at the ending of this movie uh because spoiler alert guys they win the uh picture of vigo which by the way he's got way more nicknames than gozer it does he really i've written them all down <laughs> way more i can't wait okay? to hear them they're good. There's some of these are really good. Like I was like, Ooh, that's nice. That's nice. That's terrible. <laughs> but, uh, so the painting of ego gets turned into the four ghostbusters, baby Oscar. That's it. Mm-hmm. There's an explicit, uh, pic- like showing of the sword penetrating. This is the words that was used penetrating the, uh, the stone, but no woman, no, like no Dana Barrett, no nothing. I was like, oh, um, so it's kind of disappointing that I can't I, actually because you have your laptop. You should Wikipedia Ghostbusters too, so you can check that out. Because I wiki? feel like it, it's on the Wikipedia, yeah. So that way you can uh, you can finish the reporting that I was attempting to do. <laughs> and while you're doing that, I will talk about a couple of things that I made the uh, the normal notes that I normally do. Yeah. So, guys, uh, directed by Ivan Reitman, again. Written by Harold Ramis and Dan Aykroyd, again. Starring Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, Harold Ramis, Ernie Hudson, Sigourney Weaver, Rick Moranis, Annie Potts. Joining them is Peter McNichol as Janusz Pohl and uh, a combination of Wilhelm von Hamburg, who was the physical actor of Ego, and the voice of Max von Sydow, he plays, <clears throat> you ready for it? Oh, yeah, hit Vigo, me with Vigo the Carpathian, Vigo von Ham- Hamburg Duschendorf, the Scourge of Carpathia, Sorrow of Moldavia, Vigo the Cruel, Vigo the Torturer, Vigo the Despise, I really like that one, and Vigo the Unholy. Yep. Uh, budget was reportedly 30 to 40 million. This made 215.4 million. Not as much as the first one. Still did really good, but uh, yeah, like Harold Ramis, the the cast, they weren't happy with how things went, and that's ultimately what led to this the third movie not happening ever. <laughs> yeah, Bill Murray was really upset with it. He said Which, he said like the special effects guys were the stars. Like they they pushed. The, the actors out of the way kind of thing. Which is hilarious that he had a problem with that because he had the most screen time in this entire movie. Oh, easily. And like in one of the themes parts in the Wikipedia, uh, which I obviously isn't necessarily fact, 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 but more than often, more often than not it is, they actually talk about how... Um, Dana Barrett was actually pushed out and Venkman was pushed in as a surrogate father. And the story became more about him having a relationship with Oscar and being there and, you know, and even saying like, you know, you should have been my kid type of thing, as opposed to focusing ultimately on a mother trying to protect her kid, which was how the movie started. Whereabouts on the wiki is that, is that bit? Should like you're on wiki, like Ghostbusters wiki or Wikipedia? Wikipedia, you're on the wiki. No, no, no. I was on Wikipedia, Ghostbusters okay. 2. Yeah, uh, the heading should have said like themes. I got Close plot, to the ass, 
I got plot cast production, special effects and design. Um, legacy, post-release, release, and sequels and spinoffs. Hold on, let me just, you're not gonna see me for a second here. Oh, how will we live? I'm sure you'll get through it. <laughs> it was. That's a pretty huge Wikipedia page. Post-release. Let's see, yeah, post-released. You'll see uh, All right. performance analysis and aftermath and then underneath that you'll see home media and then you'll see theme anal thematic analysis. Come on, can you not use the internet before? There it is. All right. Instead of being one of those heroes, every defeat goes for driven out of the business because he associated the search of the cause. Do, 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 do. Come on, where is the part about the painting? Ghostbusters 2. Okay, okay, here it is. Ghostbusters 2 is among many films released during the 80s and 90s that dealt with issues of fatherhood. These film types appeared among the respective release years' high, highest grossing films. Oh, wow, really? Grossing. Yeah, I know it's grossing. I said grossing. No, I know you said grossing. I was just making sure. I was actually worried that this was a, a Kinu Keanu situation. Kinu. Kinu. And you no, thought yeah, that it was... I just, I said it and I was like, ah, fuck. Oh, well. Ah, fuck. Chris <laughs> is going to just jump all over me. It's out he there. He watches Spider-Man, but he's still a prick. It's out there in the Zoomverse. Zoomverse. Uh, <laughs> it is. Instead, it becomes about Peter Bankman and his relationship to the child, both representing uh, this focus is evident. Uh, it's not wrong, though. That's the thing. Well, it's not, yeah, it's not wrong. Because, I mean, so much of the movie, you're thinking, oh, Peter's got to be the real father, right? Like, especially the first time you watch it, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because it's, it's so jarring and weird that, like, they were in love in the first movie, and then the second one starts off, and they're not together, and she has a baby. It's like, oh, it's got to be Peter's baby. Oh, yeah. You're saying it's oh, not. Yeah, yeah like right away. Like, I remember, like, in the first, like, 10 minutes, 15 minutes of the movie, it's immediately just like, well, I know I know he was taking my marriage hard, and that's why we, we stopped. We didn't get into contact. But, yeah, no, it was, yeah. So I, I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah. It's very um, interesting. Okay, so now... To the movie itself, uh, one of the things that I like is how quickly it starts. It goes five years later, and we immediately uh, zoom in on a crack in the streets of New York, and the ooze is coming up, and you're so you're immediately like, oh, and then it just jumps right into it. We meet Dana Barrett, re-meet Dana Barrett, and uh, you see she's got a baby named Oscar, and... Mm -hmm. They want her. The spirits, the, un, uh, the undead want them, want them badly. Yeah. We don't find out why until much later, but that's ultimately it. And then we immediately see the Ghostbusters in their respective Whatever depressing, they're doing up, man. <laughs> depressing life that they're living. Like, I mean... So depressing. Well, the part that is depressing for me is when you see them go to the birthday party. So Zedmore and Stance go to the birthday party and I was like, I mean, as a kid, I was like, man, it's so cool that the Ghostbusters would show up and they would dance to the in-universe theme song for the Ghostbusters, <laughs> which is also <laughs> weird. 
right? Yeah. And I, but like as an adult rewatching it, I was like, oh god, that is sad. And they're there, and the kids don't even want them there. The kids are like, they didn't. They wanted uh, clowns. Was it? Was it He Man? Yeah, it was He Man. That's right. It was right. It was He Man because it was like, who are you gonna call? And they're like, He Man. <laughs> you know. And I remember just like, just literally, because I I ended up rewatching uh, about half of it the other day. Then I had to study for my exam. Right. So, but like, and I remember just thinking, like, as a parent, if I'm ever gonna like hire people to, you know, entertain my uh, group of kids, I gotta find out if little Billy or uh, you know whatever my kid's name is gonna be, probably Optimus Prime, but uh, whatever Optimus Prime likes, I'm not gonna just be like arbitrarily go uh, through the Twitter feed and just go that person is good, but I couldn't <laughs> imagine being the ghostbusters and like i get that you know most people are gonna like look at them in frauds and charlatans but it just seemed weird that that was the route they were going to go for this movie because um they were literally on camera taking down a giant stay puffed marshmallow man yeah okay in the middle of manhattan with the giant spectacle like they didn't see anything that happened on the roof. Okay, fine. But they did see a giant Stay Puft Marshmallow Man, regardless of all the other ghosts that they saw, which was a lot. <laughs> they still saw a giant Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. And then, then five years later, they're all like, what a bunch of phonies. What a bunch yeah. of fakes. They're all just a bunch of phony fakes. And they couldn't possibly ever, like all of it was just scams. And you're like, so in the five years in between, they stopped having ghosts show up. Yeah. So that part was like, part yeah, of the, no, I, I, I felt, like, I felt pretty bad for them. Right. Um, but it's also, it makes no sense. Like it'd be one thing where if they did all that ghost busting stuff and only like a handful of people knew it was true. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause then you could say, well, you know, they're fakes and charlatans and only the handful of people that were there would know. And they'd be like, Oh, it's not fair. But a significant chunk of New York seen this. But yeah, okay. Let's run with that storyline. I love too that uh the kid at the birthday party that says my dad says you're full of crap. That that's Jason yeah. Reitman. Oh, oh, that's <laughs> yeah, nice. that that is Jason Reitman as a kid. And now he's directing a new one, so that's kind of funny. Oh, life, eh? Life it, uh finds a way. It 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 finds a way. Ah, you you got to work it, on your gold bloom. It, it, you didn't even try though. At least I tried. No, but I. Yeah, okay, but you could try and produce shit, or you could do what I did, and you knew what I was doing. You understood uh-huh. right away. Uh-huh. I guarantee you, every one of our geek fansers will go. That's the quote. That is the quote. It's like, why do a bad walk-in when you don't have to do a walk-in at all? And you could say the line and people go, yeah, that is the tooth fairy bit from the rundown. Uh, See, I just said the tooth fairy bit from the rundown. Immediately, you're pulling up the quote in your head going, yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's good. That's a good quote. That's good. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but like, it, it's pretty like, it's hard to like get behind when like i said there's so many people seen it type of thing but okay fine so 
the New York thinks they're a bunch of phonies and, uh, but we know the truth and they're all just living sad existences because they're not Ghostbusters anymore. Yeah. Uh, but then, but then they come across, you know, like Danny Barrett says, Hey, like, this is what happened. They start investigating it and they start coming across some occurrences and, and it just builds from there. Um, I mean, I know that Bill Murray's bitter about the special effects, but they're fucking top notch. Oh, they're so good. They're so good. I mean, good. sometimes I've noticed, like with sequels, the special effects tend to get like I don't want to say shittier, but like I'll use Predator One and Predator Two for example. And I know you said that it's because we saw more of it this time, and so I I can agree. Like because we saw more of the special effects, they didn't look as good. Because they wouldn't have looked as good if we saw them just as much in Predator One. Yeah, but I also think it's because of the city backdrop as well too. I think that's kind of where you, it was harder to hide it. But these special effects looked really good. They still looked really good. They still oh. used practical. They still use that like weird um, spectrograph thing. I think it's what it's called. It's where they have like the overlay stuff. Where yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, so that's incredible. Like really, really good. Really good. And I think they uh, actually I read today that they based a lot of the designs this time around off the real Ghostbusters TV series. Which also makes sense. They scrapped the scarier designs that the first movie had to go with more of a cartoony style. Yeah, and I can't really fault them too much because, again, uh, like I said, like this is also five years of the cartoon. So I think, in all honesty, if the first movie I watched as a kid was Ghostbusters, I probably still would have liked it, but I yeah. probably would have been, it would have been a, a little bit more jarring for me because I had watched the cartoon. Right. Right. And like, if this was reversed, right. If, if Ghostbusters two was the first one and Ghostbusters one was the second, I think I'd be like, what happened? Like, this is crazy. You yeah. Know? Like, even though in the first one, there was, like I said, that ghost blowjob scene, it didn't need to be there. It was just <laughs> funny. It was a funny little thing that they threw yeah. in for, for adults to be like, ha, 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 that's funny. Yeah. Optimus Prime over there doesn't get that joke. <laughs> <laughs> right? Whereas they didn't have any of that, but they didn't need to, right? Um, but overall, like they don't make it too kiddie though. That's the thing. That's the thing. No, it's not too kiddie. I mean, it's kiddie in the sense that it's physical humor and it's it's funny. It's just you know? kiddie enough. Just kidding, just enough. kidding enough. Like the whole yeah. slime thing where they're all covered in slime and they're in the fancy restaurant and everything. Like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but then the other part too is these these guys are all like second city veterans. So it's not like this movie being funny would be like outlandish, you know? Yeah. Like it's completely out of place. It's like, well, no. I mean, there has to be an element of humor to it because there was an element of humor in the first one, right? Right, exactly. Um. Oh, I, you know what, what I, this is what I, I was likening Ghostbusters 2 to Ninja Turtles 2. Okay, yes. Ninja Turtles yes. 2 is the distinct drop-off in quality and also really, really, really geared for kids. Um, there's just a handful of things where you're like, well, the gang stuff is still adults. You know, like that's something most kids won't understand. But other than that, it's pretty much just kids all the way through. So for me to liken it to uh, Ninja Turtles 2 is a huge disservice because 
this is just kiddy enough without being too kiddy. Right. And I guess because they were already selling toys with the uh, cartoon, they didn't have to worry about selling toys through the movie. Yeah, that's true. Because I don't think they really have... Well, did they have toys for the movie? I don't think so. I'm almost certain they didn't. No. They do now, but I don't think they did back then. No, because it seems like, like, why would they, right? Right, right. And because, like, I remember even with Ninja Turtles, they didn't do movie-style toys until, I think, the third movie where they did the, uh, they had that, like, texturized rubber ones. Because I remember I had, uh, I think I had Leonardo and Donatello. Or I think I had Leonardo and uh, John had Michelangelo or something like that. But we had like a couple of them. And right. I and I really liked the toys. I thought they were really cool. But you'd only buy them if you watched the movie and you liked the movie. You wouldn't have bought them if all you did was watch the cartoons. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So anyway, getting back to the movie. Um, yeah. Well, like I said, like uh, they, they, they hit the ground running. We the ooze we see dana barrett the ghosts try to take oscar and then it just kind of snowballs from there and she's no longer a famous cello artist she's now a, a museum curator which yeah okay whatever you know it's five years i got a new job that's fine mm-hmm. and uh she's working on the vigo the uh carpathian exhibit yeah with uh what, what's his name uh, well, how do you pronounce his name? Yonas or y- Yonas? Uh, Yanush. 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 There it is. Yeah. There's an H in there. Yanush. Has it been a while since you've seen it? it? Last year I watched it. Oh, Kenneth. Kenneth. You got to update your game for the CamCast. The Geek Pants really love it when you're up to date on your shit. I know. I know. I know you're going to pull I've some excuse. I've seen it so many times. That... There's the excuse, ladies and gentlemen. Well, I mean, it's true. Like, there's so much, <laughs> it's so much like awesome imagery actually when i think about when i think about ghostbusters one and two i remember more shots and scenes from this movie than i do the first like yanusha on the bicycle riding away with oscar and then ray turning around with the creepy face and and vigo i'm uh, actually i'm about equal i'm about equal i can i remember about the the slime river the slime room when they see the slime river in the painting like oh i know where that is and then they go there and everything like the slime river in the painting is awesome there's so many cool parts in this like shots so many like like i said like for me to liken it to ninja turtles or sorry teenage mutant ninja turtles 2 yeah secret of the use is a huge disservice um because to be fair i think ninja turtles 2 and teenage mutant ninja turtles 2 are probably about the same I think if it wasn't for the nostalgia factor, I might put the what is it, out of the shadows. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think I might put out of the shadows slightly above because of Bebop and Rocksteady. Although Tokar and Raz are Toka and Raz are really cool though. They were oh, yeah, really cool. cool. They're cool. Visually, I, I, visually they were cool. Number two is still fun. It's just nowhere near the masterpiece of the first one. And out of the shadow, oh, yeah, if yeah. we're gonna talk the Bay movies and the sequel is a million times better than the first, they got Krang in there and, and everything like, instantly, instantly like better. A hundred percent. Like if they would have just still like shrunk the designs down, I know they made them smaller and lankier, but like it's so close to being a, a live action adaptation of one of the episodes in the cartoon series. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh I think my only major gripes in the out of the shadows was uh 
the continued depiction of April O'Neil and how it's like uh, they continue to make her look really dumb, even though it's like she should be a respected reporter by now because she broke the first story. So that one was like, uh, okay. And uh, Casey Jones, they made such a big deal about Casey Jones and I liked Stephen Mel. I really do. And I thought it was excellent casting. Mm-hmm. And then their portrayal of Casey Jones was garbage. <laughs> it was just, yeah. it was just garbage. And I was really disappointed about it. But then I kind of felt bad for Stephen Mel too. Cause like, I, for me, like, Elias Coteas is the same way J.K. Simmons is with J.J.J. Like he's, like that that's Casey yeah. thing, you know like yeah <laughs> so uh yeah no it, I definitely feel bad but the other part too is like I mean I understand they wanted to do something a little bit different so that their Casey Jones stands on its own without having those comparisons but the reality is there was always going to be those comparisons so I feel like they should have just said screw it let's just have them be you know the vigilante the sports themed vigilante like he's almost always been and mm-hmm. go from there. Yeah. Yeah. But hey, Ghostbusters too, man. Let's talk yeah, about that. Ghostbusters too. Uh, I like, what do you think about the new theme song from Bobby Brown? <laughs> um uh, you know. Uh, let's see if I, I'll you know what? I'll paraphrase uh paraphrase Justice League and I'll go, I don't not like it. <laughs> that's my favorite line of the whole movie out of justice league that's my favorite line because i find myself like alone and i'll go i don't not like this particular serial it's just because it's so like it's a weirdly uncharacteristic thing for batman to be all flustered about Yeah, he wouldn't give funny. a fuck. He would not give a fuck. Like if somebody goes like, oh, wow, that's because you don't like me or whatever. That's wouldn't even say anything. He would just be like, gotten back to the mission instead of, uh, I don't not like you. Uh, like, <laughs> anyway. So anyway, so I don't not like the uh, Bobby Brown version. <laughs> um, it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's just one of those, like, it's the same thing with the, uh, the two with the ghost symbol it's you know they changed it for the sake of changing it and uh they felt like these guys would definitely put the updated insignia on all their like they spent how much money to change the fucking sign on the side of the building yeah and they were broke <laughs> they were well i wouldn't say they were broke because they all had jobs you know uh, like yeah, bacon was I on mean... tv Spangler was, uh, you know, he was a professor doing his weird, like, uh, he was weird being tests Egon. on <laughs> yeah, his, his social experiments. Yeah. You know, it's not like they were poor. I think the only ones that were the hardest hit were Stance and Zedmore, because apparently they couldn't do anything but be fucking glorified monkeys. But so they, they had some money, but why would they devote all that money into rechanging their gear? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And two different types of gear too. You notice how they had uh, two sets of suits? Yeah, the the they had the original. And, yeah, and then they had the dark gray. The dark gray looked cool. Like they both looked cool. But I remember thinking, like, that's weird that they would have two different versions. But okay, yeah. fine. With the, with the slime tanks. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I guess it's better than them having it colorized like the cartoon, though. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, <laughs> that would have been flat out jarring. I, I would have definitely been like, get out. Yeah. Oh, that's the moment where Bill Murray was miserable. <laughs> yeah. Are you fucking kidding me with this? <laughs> well, he, he wouldn't be so bad because like him and Stance, it's just two different shades. Of, well, yeah, because Venkman was a dark brown. And Stance was kind of like an orange. Yeah, like a but like a orange. Yeah. Yeah, like a tan, almost like a brown orange. It's when, Zedmore. Winston, he was gray. He had right? white. No, he had white, and it was Spangler that was gray. I thought Spangler was green. No. 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 All right. Zedmore's had a hint of green in the toy. I remember that, but it was white. Yeah, you're gonna Google it. Go ahead, Google it. I'm googling it. I'm googling it. I want you to. I want you to, because I know that's how confident I am. That that confident, eh? I'm already doing the Rod Van Dam. I'm not stopping until you're you're ready for it. I mean, okay, you tell me. I can't tell. It's all discolored. Oh, this is just awful. Yeah, you see that? You see how gross that is? Oh, yeah, it's all like, okay, so like Egon is definitely rocking like a greeny color with purple collar. No, it's uh, more of a gray with a pink. I got to see the motion now. I got to see the motion. I'm telling you, dude, I'm looking at these images and that's maybe I'm colorblind because that don't look great to me. No, it's not that you're colorblind. Blind, it's just you're having a stroke. That's all. I'm going to knock on wood after I say that, though. Because I think you're in stroke age. Are we in stroke age? I think we're in stroke oh, age. Oh, yeah, we're in stroke age. So, yeah, I knocked on wood, just so we're clear. Thanks. <laughs> I would feel terrible if I said you're having a stroke and then you had a stroke. I would definitely feel terrible. But think about the views we would get on this episode. That's disgustingly morbid. Like, And if that was the case, too, I'd be like, oh, you guys are sick. You guys are sick. Cause like I'm on Reddit and there's a lot of times where there's like videos they'll show like, it'll have like a not safe for work disclaimer, but it's of people dying. And I'm like, oh, I'm not watching that. That is gross. No, no, all of it. Every single one. I'm like, I don't save that for 4chan or whatever dark interweb bullshit there is. Like, I don't need to see that kind of stuff. Yeah. I'm, you know, I'm good. I'm good. I want to see dead bodies in movies where I can take myself out of that situation and go, yeah, that's totally not real. Where you know that person got up and walked away when it was done. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know? Yeah. But then again, I'm also one of those guys that I have a hard time watching movies that are based on true events because a lot of times I go, you're just glorifying bad things that happen to people. Yeah. <clears throat> Adrian's the opposite. She loves movies based on true events. I mean, to be fair, though, I I do have a soft spot for true crime stuff, which is so weird. Yeah, like the like it's really shows and stuff. It's so weird because it's the same concept. It's no different. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like Zodiac, Zodiac stuff. Like I was or Mindhunter, that TV show. Yep. All based on true events, and yet Michelle and I watched both seasons, and we're like, oh. Okay, I haven't watched it yet. Does season two have a cliffhanger? Oh, no, I don't think so. Because they canceled it. So I don't want to watch the show that ends with a cliffhanger. 
Ugh, that's your rule is stupid. It's it's robbing you of watching quality TV shows. It's like Hannibal because you don't get an ending. A a TV show without an ending pisses me off because it takes so much. Yeah, yeah. But sometimes you watch a TV show and they give you an ending and it's fucking terrible. True, but at least it was an ending. Yeah, but then you spend the whole time, the rest of your life, going out of all the endings that we could have gotten. That's the one we got. The show ended mid-sentence. Which one was that your one? Point. I see your point. That was Sopranos, by the way. I don't watch Sopranos, but good job. But that was the ending. The ending was like mid-sentence. It cut out. Oh, really? Yeah, I think you hear like a gunshot when it fa- like cuts to black. You hear a gunshot, but yeah. That one was really divisive, but it's like you can't properly end some of these tv shows without making people not happy people are just really bitchy generally i like all in oh i i love that this is coming from you <laughs> that you're telling you're saying people are really bitchy you're the you're one of the ones that i'm like i don't know ken you're getting really mad about this yuri lowenthal thing <laughs> about the weird cancel guy you're I'm a not, cancel oh. guy uh-uh. I'm not a cancel guy. I'm not a guy. I straight up I say I say my disappointment and then I just don't support it if I'm unhappy with it. Much I'm not like canceling something. People that are like, oh, you changed Spider-Man's face. I'm gonna kill you all, Insomniac, and I'm gonna kill Yuri, and you're all gonna die. Uh, all the all the Last of Us Two stuff. All of that. That was just insane. Wow. Like, okay, wow. I don't like Neil Druckmann and I disagree completely with the story direction and I'm done. I'm not buying it. And I move on. <laughs> yeah. But, wow. It's disgusting. I'm not like, okay, look, you don't like something, fine. But I'm not going to like pre-hate something. Like I said, like, I mean, when we, we did those, um, what do you call it? Uh, walk back videos where we're like, fuck love at last of us two and then we're like well you know maybe you know because like i i still want to play it i want to experience it for myself i want to be able to make uh the claim myself to whether or not i like it even though i absolutely hate how they they did joel in yeah but i like i said before i never thought joel should have lived long after that anyway like there was no way he was going to get to that point at the end of the last of us without pissing someone off like I had no problem gonna want to with kill Jewel him. dying. I had no problem with Jewel dying. I expected Jewel to die in this game. I just exactly. It, I wished it would have been something more heroic or is it just something better. I mean, my uh, my biggest complaint is, and and like I said, this might change when I play the game. Is the character assassination of Ellie? That's the one where I'm the most mad at. Yeah. You you try to do that double turn where you're trying to make. Ellie the heel, but you're also trying to make the, uh, I can't remember what her name is. Abby. Abby. She's supposed to be the baby face, but like at the beginning, those roles were reversed because obviously Ellie's going to be the, the baby face, obviously, and Abby's going to be the heel. She killed Joel for fuck's sakes. Yeah. But then they expect you by the end of the movie to be like, fuck Ellie. And, oh, Abby's the greatest. It's like, uh, I have to see how it plays out, but I don't know. That's the part that gets me the most. Yeah same here i mean just imagine like because we know there's a lot of people that hate ghostbusters 2 compared to the first but imagine if this came out today in this world of twitter and reddit and stuff like oh it would have been actually like 
it's crazy. It is absolutely crazy. I think the closest that I could say was the amount of people that wrote in to complain about Michael Keaton as Batman. That is the closest that we have to where now you could literally within seconds go tweet horrible hate and vile just because you something you don't agree with it and then go from there. And yeah. also shit on people for defending it. Oh, you like Last of Us 2? You're a horrible person. Right. Oh, because yeah, okay. people are allowed to have opinions. Yeah, exactly. Well, it would have been like answer the call, right? I mean, those those women and, and Paul Fag were were getting all kinds of like death threats and stuff. Yeah, they were getting absolutely horrendous. It's, it's it was like, come on, guys! Like, like Christ! My only real problem with that going into the movie was the fact that they went. It's set in the same universe. It'll be sort of like a passing of the torch, and then within weeks they were like. Oh no, it's it's entirely on movie. Right. And that was like my only real gripe with it um until I watched the movie and I was like, okay, all right. Like, I mean, it is what it is. Uh it yeah, could have been I, worse. If it if it was a passing of the torch, it would have been way better. They didn't even need to be in there. It could have just been like the women picking up the Ghostbusters thing again. It could have been just like a friggin' newspaper ad where they acknowledged that 20 years ago these dudes were the Ghostbusters. Mm -hmm. And now, you know, they kind of look at it like, well, that's inspiration. And then maybe update their tech or something, you yeah. know? But okay, whatever. I don't know. People are crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, people are crazy. Geeks are crazy, I find. <laughs> Geeks are very, we're all beholden to our products. Like, we're so like, oh, it has to be this way, you know? Yeah. And I'm trying to get used to saying like, because uh, like, I'll use Tom Holland's or MCU Spider-Man, for instance. Gets a lot of hate from the, the Raimi guys. But, I mean, how many people can honestly say that your Spider-Man is everyone's Spider-Man? Yeah. It's not, you know? I, I don't have any hate for Tom I had I had hate on, not like Death Threat hate or anything like that, but I wasn't not happy yet. about Amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> Amazing Spider-Man I wasn't happy with because the Spider-Man no. was happening and they canned it. And then they just... I was totally against that. I was totally yeah. against that. And I know for a fact that when I watched Amazing Spider-Man, my viewpoint was skewed because I was looking at it like, this shouldn't happen. And this is a pointless waste of time. I mean, we could have gotten uh, Vulture in Spider-Man 4 and it would have been incredible. But instead mm -hmm. we get this shit you know so yeah. like i said so i've rewatched it a couple of times in the last little while but recently i rewatched it and it's not like it's it's um what it, what it is really is it's a poor man's version of sam raimi's spider-man mm -hmm. you know and like mark webb is a good director it was just too soon for them to say hey we'll give you a multi-billion dollar franchise yeah, knock this out of the park. We really like what you did with 500 Days of Summer, which very few people even get. <laughs> <laughs> they don't, they don't get that this is actually it's not really a beautiful love story. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually more or less about an incel who gets lucky, gets a girl, and then fucks everything up because he's too stupid to realize that not everything is like you see in the movies. But okay, fine. But like, and even so they give the Mark Webb, they give him that movie and they say, hey, here's a template that you have to follow because <laughs> you know 
you know they did because I they tried it with Sam Raimi in the third movie. They were like, you have to have Venom. Yeah. And he was like, ah, fine. Fuck it. I'll put Venom in there. And they would have done it even harder in the fourth. They would have pushed even harder for whatever characters they thought were going to make them more money. Right. But regardless, I mean, Spider-Man or Amazing Spider-Man 2 is a better movie than the first one across the board because they did a lot of course correction. Spider-Man now is almost exclusively during the daytime. Mm -hmm. There's a handful of nighttime scenes, but it's mostly during the end of the movie, right? Yeah. The suit looks better. Not to knock the uh, first suit, but it was one of those where I'm like, how does a kid with no money make that suit? I, I don't care how smart he is. He doesn't have the means to make the suit. I did like that he made the, the webbing. I'm always a sucker for that one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Even though I didn't, I didn't not like the <laughs> organic webbing from the Raimi movies. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just one of those where I'm like, it's like I said with the, the, the Raimi suit though. How does a kid with no money make a suit like that? Yeah. But anyway. Ghostbusters. Anyway, we could uh, rant on all this stuff. But that, I, my point is that we're geeks and we're beholden to it, right? And so, you know, there are people that are just so like, oh, you can't yeah. change my precious, uh, you know, but but how do you factor in the cartoon? How do you factor in extreme Ghostbusters cartoon? Do those things not happen? Is it just the movies that you love? Like, which is it? And why does it have to be so like, oh, this is the only way, you know? Yeah. I've sat through... Henry Cavill, Brandon Routh, uh, Christopher Reeve, um, Tim Daly, uh, who's the other one? Dean Cain and uh, oh that oh man that, no the new guy is Tyler Hoch- Hochkin yeah Hwekin. Hawken but like Hawken. I've seen multiple versions of Superman and and Clark Kent. And I have like ones that I like more than others. Oh, and I'll always Tom have a Welling. soft spot. Hmm? Tom Welling. Tom Welling. Yeah, but there's George Newbern. He's another one of the guys. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because okay. Tim Daly voiced Superman. But that's my right. point, right? So we have yes. different versions of Superman. And while, you know, some are you know, I like more than others, ultimately, I'm still just like, yeah, but they're all Superman. They're just different versions. Like, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> You know, Spider-Man PS4 gets a lot of love. I don't think I've ever heard somebody say that they didn't like him, but he's not, you know, like he's not MCU Spider-Man. He's not Raimi Spider-Man. He's his own Spider-Man. Why is he universally loved, but some others aren't, right? So, guys, relax. Let it go. Just because some people like that version of Ghostbusters doesn't mean they're horrible people or they're not real fans. That's another one I hate. Where they, oh, you're not a real fan. Yeah, what is that? What what does real fan mean? It doesn't. Oh, that's uh, it's gatekeeping. It's just a way for somebody to feel like they're better than someone else because they don't like a certain thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Um, I'm just filling as much content as we can because if we go another three weeks in between camcasts, we've got stuff to tide us through. That's my excuse, camcasters. That's my excuse. I meant to say geek cancers. I don't know why I say camcasters. So Ghostbusters 2, <laughs> the main plot of this whole movie is that Oscar the baby is going to be used to bring forth 
as a vessel. Yeah. Vigo, the Carpathian. Vigo! This horribly twisted sorcerer from the late 1500s now wants to come back to life and have a, you know, he wants to I, take over the world. and As a baby. <laughs> as a baby. I, you know, he's a sorcerer, right? So he'll probably just grow really quickly, right? This is how um, uh, Stuart from Family Guy began right here. Vigo. That's right. That's right. But you know what I love? I love that, like, uh, uh, so Peter McNichol, when he was cast, they did not envision him doing Janusz like this. He yeah. just did it. Like, he just did it. And then they were like, oh, my God, this is awesome. Keep doing that. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of the same idea with, like, uh, oh, Rick Moranis and his Louis Tully from the first one. Yeah. Or Lewis, sorry. And it's like, <laughs> they just kind of went, just, you know what, do whatever you want. You guys, you just do whatever you want. We'll pay you and that's it. Like, I remember like getting a kick out of it with the <laughs> Tully in the actual Ghostbusters suit with the earmuffs. <laughs> He's opening fire on like the museum's wall of slime and then yeah. actually thinks that he did it. <laughs> Everyone's celebrating him. So great, so great, but it's so funny. But like, so the, the stuff with Louis was hilarious. A lot of the stuff with Yanish uh, was hilarious. But even the guys themselves are all funny in their own ways. But uh, yeah, but there's some genuinely creepy parts. Like the part where Vigo's sticking his head out of the uh, painting. Yeah. I will never forget that. That was so he, creepy. He starts to take over Ray's dance and yeah, Ray he, sees like Vigo's real version. And then he sees like the, the hall of slime or the river of slime. Sorry. Like, oof, oof, craziness, but still really, really cool. It's creepy. And then like Janusz too, when he's on the bike is like that spirit type of thing. He's creepy looking at her like that as a kid. Yeah, that when really he first shows up at Dana's apartment, just out of the blue shows up and he's just like, well, just making sure you got home. Okay. Cause I'm not doing these, his accent. And then when he's walking down the hall, he's doing that scanning thing. And you're like, yeah, with oh. the eyes. <laughs> yeah. Like that was crazy. But even just the central fact that like, I couldn't imagine being a parent and having something trying to take your kid, you know, like the bathtub scene. Mm-hmm. Like the bathtub scene was really cool. That's really cool. cool. Like I was like, oh wow. And like it's trying to come out after it. I was like, oof. Yep. Oh, like yeah. it's one of those parts of now where like when I think about it now, I go, that's how you do a movie for kids, even though it had something that was more adult geared before it. Mm -hmm. That's the perfect way to do it because it's just scary enough that the kids will be like, Oh, they won't be like, oh, this is so fake and phony, but it's not so scary. Like watching Nightmare on Elm Street when you're fucking five years old. <laughs> okay, no, mom, I won't lose any sleep. Like it's not that level where, yeah, you're going to lose sleep, right? Yeah. <clears throat> you know, it's like, uh, it's like anyone who watched the cartoon. You watch the cartoon, there's some episodes where it's just scary enough. Like the Sam Hain episodes always used to freak me out on that cartoon. Sam, three, three very particular. Sam Hame was creepy. The Sandman Ooh. was creepy. Sam yes, the Sandman was creepy. Very um, creepy. Sam Hame was the one for me, though. That was the worst one. Like, the one where it's in the tower? Yeah. Oh. The Grendel? Still... The Grendel? That would turn I don't kids remember into the Grendel. monsters? He, he was in the black hooded with the big green Oh, face. 
Yes, yes. And he'd just yes. be like he'd be floating outside your bedroom window watching you sleep. Yes. Oh. And then yes, the, you're right. the ultimate is the boogeyman. The boogeyman. That's right. The boogeyman to this day, if I hear his voice, that I get chills yeah. down my whole yeah. body. Yeah, you know what? I, I wish you didn't do that because I don't think I'm gonna sleep tonight. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. With the little donkey legs. <laughs> Walking out of the closet. Oh. No, see, here's the thing. This is the thing I hate the most about is that after we're done, I'm actually going to YouTube this just so that I can make sure I don't sleep tonight. Right, right. Absolutely. <laughs> Do it. So creepy. But I decided I'm working from home tomorrow. So, uh, you know, I'll sleep in a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and I took next week off. Oh, nice. Yeah, my job's really weird. They, uh, they want you to take your vacation. So I got like three weeks of vacation and, and like out of the blue, I got like a, like an email where they're like, Hey, you know, not to be a pain, but uh, you really should book your uh, vacation. I was like, Oh, okay. Cause like, I'm used to like the power center where like I could take it <clears throat> or I could get it paid on a check, you know, and just not take vacation. Right. Right. right? But they're like, yeah, no, take it. <laughs> we want you to take it. Just, you know. So wait, you gotta, you gotta use up three, three weeks by the end of the year. Nice. I know uh, it was terrible. So next what, week you get is a week off. off in November and a week off in December. Or? Um, I think I'm going to do first week of December. I uh, I did the uh, which week did I do? I think I did the week of. Uh, no wait, I thought I was doing the week of uh, James Bond when it came out because it's on the 21st, I think, or yeah, the 25th. If it yeah, if it's if it doesn't get pushed back, I mean, Marvel and Disney finally pushed back all their movies, and Wonder Woman's been pushed the next year. And yeah, if it doesn't get pushed back, like I don't get me wrong, part of me is like I I want to see this in the theater, and I really want to see this this year. But I mean, Canada is now officially in a second wave. Like they use the phrase "second wave," okay? So it's like. Uh, I, I, you know what I feel bad for? I feel bad that uh, the only movie that you got to see in the theater since COVID was New Mutants. That's what I feel bad for. I feel bad that you wasted a fucking ticket on that movie. <laughs> I loved it. I absolutely loved it. It was totally worth it. And I, 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 watched, feel... I watched it right before Wave 2 kicked off, so I'm happy. Like, Yeah, but like, this is where I look at it. I go like Christopher Nolan, like your stubbornness to get Tenet out. Yeah. Hey, but like, um, it's making money overseas. It's making money. I mean, good. I'm glad it's making money. It's just yeah. uh, like Mulan. Didn't Mulan make is currently has made more money than Tenet? Yeah, through Disney Plus. Yeah. Yeah. I'm- of I course, mean, Disney is also charging like thirty or thirty-five dollars a, a pass to watch it. Yeah, but I mean, if all of a sudden, uh, you know, Sony says, "Hey, you know what? We're gonna release uh, James Bond via streaming service, and you have to spend thirty dollars to, uh, to to rent it or whatever," I'd do it. Yeah, I mean, I I thought about like I rented a couple. Earlier in the year, the Hunt and the Invisible Man. Um, I, that's what I was going to say because I did that for Invisible Man. Yeah, they were nineteen ninety nine each, and at first, like, and Adrian was like, "Oh, that's expensive." I'm like, "But really, is it? I mean, if we watch an AVX movie, it's like thirteen a ticket." 
<clears throat> Michelle said the same popcorn thing. popcorn and everything, and now it's a $50 night. So. Yeah, because Michelle said the same thing. She's t- like, I mean, granted, we bring our snacks in, and I think I spend four bucks on coffee. That's it. But yeah. still, um, I don't know. Well, she gets popcorn. But he, regardless, that's what she, because I was like, yeah, 20 bucks though for a rental. And she's like, that's two tickets. And I went, yep, that's correct. It's actually, yeah, and that's the you two got tickets. more people in your house, if you got like four or five people, now yeah. it's like five bucks a ticket, right? So yeah, because it's it's less than two tickets. At 20 bucks, it's less than two tickets. Yeah. You know, so it's really not that bad. But I mean, like, it does make more sense for a movie, a movie like Invisible Man. It makes more sense to do it that way. It makes less sense to do that for like a blockbuster movie like James Bond or like Tenet. Like, but I mean, at the same time, having said that, they said, yeah, you can watch it for one night and it's 30 bucks. I'd be like, done. Yeah. Wouldn't even feel bad about it. And I would probably watch it again. Like if it's as good as the trailer makes it out to be, I'd probably watch it again. So it's like, why not? You know? Yeah. Weird, weird times. Weird times we're living in. It so is much really so, weird, man. It's crazy. So it's we crazy still enough. really haven't talked about Ghostbusters 2 that much. Well, weird times we're living in. I got to say, great, okay, so... so the greatest I mean, can-cast ever. We're going way off and everything. Honestly, <laughs> I don't even care. I'm making it sound answers, like I do. I, I answers, really I've had a really tough few weeks, and Chris has been really cool to just be like, we'll do it when we do it. So we got a lot of catch well, but here's like the thing. Here's the thing. Flat out, it's uh, it's it's always going to be family first. It's always going to be yeah. family first. And if anyone has a problem with that, what did I say, Ken? Fuck them. Fuck them. That's right. <clears throat> That's right. Yeah. We don't have to go into details. It was just, just wasn't the time to do a camcast. Yeah. And that's that. It's 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 been rough. Um. So, but hey, on plus note, I got a cool little project going with my brother that I'll talk about on here soon. Oh, you just have to. You just have to bring that awesome stuff up. Yeah. I Although know. it is really cool. Geek Panthers, like all jokes aside, I am super pumped. I can't. Oof. I want to spoil the. I want to steal his thunder so badly, but I'm not going to. But I want to. <laughs> but I'm not going to. I'll. Uh, I'll just say that. Like, I'll, I'll talk about it soon. I'll talk about it soon. It's awesome. It's awesome. Geeks should love it. Everybody should love it. Oh, Everybody speaking should. of stuff that geeks would love, um, I found a website called readallcomics.com. Oh. And it's just, what, a bunch of uploaded comics? Yeah. I started reading uh, Nick Spencer's Spider-Man run again. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I just started The uh, the Hunt, and this is where I was reading The Immortal Hulk. Oh, okay. Nice. It's cool in the sense that like instead of scrolling this way you just do this oh so they're just all on top of each other yeah so page 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 that's it um so it's kind of neat kind of neat nice mm-hmm. may have to check it out yeah yeah although uh the search feature very particular you don't put the dash in between spider and man, it will mm. not register. Mm. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. It'll literally, I type in Spider-Man all one word, and yeah. it's like no results. It doesn't exist. But if I, I go spider, populates results, dash, populates results, man, everything. 
I was like, oh, okay, guys. I, uh, I also had to include the dash in X-Men. <laughs> I was like, okay, all right. I'll do what I can do. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I basically, I'm just going to use that for the books that I have wanted to read that are so far deep in the run. And I don't want to drop, like, I, I'm, I'm poor, right? So I don't want to drop tons of cash on, like, omnibuses and stuff like that. So, yeah. But if I like them enough, I will put money towards it because that's the kind of guy I am. And so far, that Immortal Hulk is crazy. Like I said, I had I when I was telling you the other night, last night I think uh, I haven't got to the, any of the yeah. body horror stuff because I haven't seen him actually change. Okay, it hasn't got to that part yet. It, it's like I think it's probably around issue eight or nine or so, something where you start seeing it. Okay, because like this is where it's literally like, like I'm issue three, so he just came back from the dead. You realize that he can't die, and that if he does die, like if Banner gets killed at all. Mm-hmm. That night, he's back because Hulk's back. But I'm at the part where he's saying, like, I think Hulk's different now, and Hulk is smarter now. Because, I mean, when I when they first introduced Hulk, and Hulk's actually speaking clearly, and he's just like, oh, yeah, you thought you could just do whatever the hell you wanted, you know? I mean, I could smell a liar on you. I'm like, whoa, what's going on here? Right? And Hulk is definitely different. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's different. Like, it's... Really cool. I don't want to spoil Ooh. too much, but like Ali, yeah, I know he's really touching on like the whole mythology of Hulk from the start to now. Like all the and the art's incredible. Everything but like Joe Bennett's always been a good artist, but oh, I never realized how insane he was though until this. Like he's, I've always thought he was a good artist, but I never really recognized him. Now I'm just like, whoa! I am like blown away by his art. I and I'm in the same boat. I always knew he was a good artist. Yeah. I never, I never thought he was a bad artist by any means, but he is definitely bringing his A game. Whew. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, he's making the bowl cut Hulk look horrifying. When bowl cut Hulk shouldn't really, he should look like a goof. Like you should be laughing at him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great book. Check out uh, Venom if it's on there. Donny Cates Venom. I uh, I'm actually I'm I'm holding off right now. I'm holding off because uh, I know that that's a run that's going to consume me, and yeah. I'm just like I gotta. I want to check off some boxes first, and the first box is Immortal Hulk because I was like, that's crazy. That's so crazy. It's so crazy that it's extended to She Hulk now too. She's immortal now too. Yeah, yeah, she's becoming immortal. That's nuts. That's nuts. And the argument was that by making Hulk, excuse me, immortal, it actually makes it so that when, if he does die officially, like that's a huge impact now. Like when they make it so that, like, uh, like when uh, they had that thing where Wolverine couldn't die, right? Because every time he died, he'd fight, uh, was it Silver Samurai in the afterlife? Yeah. Or no, no, it wasn't. It was, uh, it was, um, his Japanese mentor. Yeah. But I can't remember his name. But anyway, like every time he fought him, he would win. He would come back to life. And then this was the last time. Like he just basically said, like, uh, he cut a deal and said, okay, we'll do this. And then that's it. And then if I die, I'm dead. That's it. The run is stupid. Like that's a dumb run. But at least, 
at least at the end, they were like, when he dies, he dies. It's for good until we bring him back for Age of X or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Jason Aaron, I used to think he was a good writer, but like, whew, I fell off quick with him. <clears throat> um, yeah, his, his, uh, well, his Thor run is supposed to be crazy good. I couldn't get into it. I, I tried. I could maybe like maybe if I gave it more of a shot, but he went back to like that. Uh, you know the way Stanley and and Walt Simpson, everyone used to do Thor, where he'd have like that really Shakespearean type of accent and everything. And yeah, and I I don't I don't like reading Thor when he's like that. <laughs> I've always I've loved the mythology of Thor, but I've never I've always had a hard time reading it because your of dad it. your dad would be disappointed to hear you say those things. It would hurt his heart that you would sit there and say Shakespeare. Sorry, daddy. I can't do it. He'd be like, "Why? What's so hard about that?" And I guarantee you, like your dad's probably the kind of guy that would read Shakespeare and be like, "I can't." I can't read this. I don't yeah. understand what he's saying. I don't what care about a shrew. What kind of garbage is this? That's Shakespeare. Dad. I don't care who he is. I don't care who he is, but this Thor over here, I love this. Verily art thou? Yeah. Sign yeah. me up for that. <laughs> uh, should we even try going back to Ghostbusters at this point? Or? <laughs> we'll get there eventually. We'll get there eventually. We're taking the long road back. Hey, you said it best, though. I mean, we had to talk in a little while. The last time we really talked, talked was uh, when we hung out with James. And even then, it was me talking with James, more or less. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, that's not more or less. That's exactly what it was. <laughs> I enjoyed the show. It was It was so bad, Geek Panthers. I apologize later. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Sorry, I stole the show. I, I know you were there, and I never talked to you much at all, but... Well, that was. Well, I remember, you guys, like, you guys had a lot of catching up to. You haven't seen Jane forever. Why well, no? And I, you were really cool about that. But I remember, like, consciously leaning backwards, like back, so that you could be part, and it wasn't like just like edging you out type of thing. Like I was like, we oh, sat on yeah. that damp log by the lake. Yeah, and like soaked our asses, all three of us. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. But yeah, like uh, that's what you said. Like when I apologize, you're like, dude, it's fine. I enjoyed it. Plus, you hadn't seen him in forever, and I mentioned it to James too, and he said, yeah, I don't think he cares. I was like, he said he didn't, so it's all good. Yeah. Nope, didn't care at all. <clears throat> um, but yeah. So, what else? What else do we got here besides Ghostbusters two? What else can we shove into this camcast? <laughs> oh, oh, I literally have. One mission, one master mission to do in Hitman 2, and I'm done. Congrats. Yeah. Some of the master runs were hard. Like, the runs that I did with you, those were on professional mode. Yeah. So on master mode, there's more enforcers, there's more cameras, right? So it's just harder, right? But I'm talking, like, Hitman 1, done completely. Nice. All master modes. So you know, killing every target with silent assassins. So I, I'm not seen. I'm wearing the suit that I start my mission in. And uh, and the sniper assassin runs as well, too. And a lot of them, I'm really pumped about this, a lot of these runs, I've come up with myself. So not getting help from other means or anything like that. Because I said, like, some of the runs I come up with on my own, some of the runs I don't. 
so a lot like some of the sniper runs i'm impressed that i came up with on my on my own and i've watched like my regular go-to guys for hitman and some of their runs i'm just like wow like they're cool but i i couldn't imagine doing it that way or it wouldn't work for me but like oh yeah just down to one run literally one run it's a master silent assassin suit only it's fucking hard i don't think like I'll, I know I'll be able to do it. I'm just not sure when, <laughs> but I don't want to stop until I'm finished. Yeah. I haven't, uh, I haven't played a game in about a month now. Like I, I made the so mistake. I, I just put ghost of Tsushima aside. I was like, yep. Well, that's, it's exactly what I did back when I wrote quiver. I didn't touch a game <laughs> until I was happy with where the script was going. Cause I got to just, which is fair. That's totally fair. I, I get that. If I don't focus then it's gone. So, yep. But I made the mistake of starting uh, games without beating them. So I didn't beat Hollow Knight, but I started Hitman 2, right? And and then I started uh, Cuphead, right? Right. And so now I'm, I've got two games that I'm three quarters finished. And I'm literally at that point where I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to pick them up again. Right. Or when I'll pick them up again, right? Because obviously I will. Yeah. That's why I'm not but, like buying the new systems anytime soon because I got games I got to beat. I mean, I yeah. have Cyberpunk on pre-order, and then that's pretty much it. So, uh, I still got quite a bit. I still got to do well. I still I want to try at least attempting to start Red Dead Two. <laughs> um, but that's on the list. Uh, I got God of War waiting for me you know yep that one i'm like i don't know see like i made the mistake with hollow knight and cuphead where i'm like yeah i'm gonna beat them i'm gonna beat them with the god of war i'm, I'm gonna just play it and if i if i want to beat it i'll beat it if i don't like i'm just kind of i'm gonna feel it out right mm -hmm. um because some games you're just like you have to beat like spider-man i had to beat hitman one and two i had to beat i just absolutely had to yep whereas Hollow Knight, I want to. I don't know if I absolutely have to. Yeah, I'm like that with uh, the way you are with Hitman, with Sniper Elite. Like, when I start those games, I, I like to beat them. Sniper Elite? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I had to beat that one. They're that so one I absolutely and then, like, even after beat. I beat them, I'll go back and replay a few levels that I loved just to yeah, see if I, I can. I did the same thing. I did the same thing. Or, like, make it better, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, but yeah, so that's that was one of those games. Where I'm like, I absolutely have to beat this, and I didn't stop. But I also didn't start other games until I beat it, though. So that was my mistake. Mm -hmm. I shouldn't have started another game until I was done with the the existing one. Right. Yeah. So I uh, that... I downloaded Street Fighter Five last night or the night before. I found out that was the free game. I didn't even realize it. So I'm like, yeah, okay. I'll... I'll download that. Yeah, but those you get like four playable characters, and then you gotta buy the rest. Uh, I something. No, ridiculous. you get it's uh twelve guys. I think you get twelve characters. 12. Yeah, twelve. Six bad guys, six good guys, and then the rest. Uh, they look like they're unlocks from in-game currency. Okay. So in-game currency that you get from beating, you know, through their right. those 12 character stories. But I only got through the immediate uh, beginning tutorial. And then I was like, 
why are you even playing this? Stop playing this. Don't touch this until you're done with Hitman 2. Yeah. You know? It must wait its time. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's because it's like, why did I download it in the first place? Right? Like, you want to play the game. Obviously, I want to play the game. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, I just got to beat these other games that I'm sitting on. Right? Right. So. Yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, and we got to get some PUBG uh, time in with James before he gets a PS5 and leaves us in the dust. At some point, I was thinking about that too. I'm like, at some point, we're going to have to play that one. But I feel like that's going to be the hardest one to synchronize. That's literally going to be the hardest one to synchronize. Yeah. I think we'll do it. We'll be all right. I mean, he doesn't have that busy Toronto nightlife anymore, so... I almost I almost called him Toronto model. <laughs> I've been calling him the artist formerly known as Toronto model. But see, that's the thing. I didn't want to call him Toronto model because I know he feels a little bit self-conscious about it. So I didn't want to be like, hey, Toronto model and have him make some sort of a reference to him not being one. Yeah. Um, but I didn't real. I should have realized that, of course, you would just be like, fuck it. I'm going to nail him. Oh, fuck I'm it. I'm going to nail him hard. Although... <laughs> The artist formerly known as Toronto Model is really good. Like that's a that's a good one. I like that one. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a really really good one. So props to that one, Ken. I was w- watching him eat a pint of ice cream at parents' place, and I was just like, "Hey, James! <laughs> oh, no! Yeah. Oh no! I'm sensing the return of a certain Chubbs Mahoney." <laughs> oh, no, you did say Chubbs Mahoney. Of course, oh. you did. Yeah. <laughs> The vengeful return of Chubbs. Did he stop eating ice cream? No, he laughed. I kept eating. He did? Okay, good. I'm glad you didn't wreck his experience eating ice cream. (laughs) Oh, yeah. No. It's probably like, it's probably been so long since he's had like fun food to eat. Yeah. No, I I, I dropped that on him all the time. Every birthday (laughs) card, I still call him Chubbs. (laughs) Chubbs Mahoney. Oh, man. Yeah. All of those so good. Games. The Genesis too to get to Chubbs Mahoney was priceless. Oh yeah, I mean he went through a lot of like crazy nicknames. The Great Ancient Shababwa. I don't know where that one came from. I don't know where that one came from, but I think that's where Chubbs Mahoney started to come into because yeah. it was a uh, well, it was Joey. Joey was the one for some reason. You were Joey, Joey, yeah, yeah. Um, he was Mahoney. It was Chubbs Mahoney at first, and then it became Chubbs Mahoney. Because it's funnier to say Mahoney than it is Mahoney. It's so much That's better. Mahoney it's, is so much better. It's so much funnier. <laughs> oh, man. The best part now is that we're all still, like, we're all chubby now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not like anyone is, is like, yeah. remotely. I think you might have the least belly out of all of us right now. Uh, no, I think James might might still have the least belly. I've pretty much had the same uh, physique for about 20 years. Yeah, yeah. Once you just kind of, well, no. No, I was, I, was fat. I was really fat in my early 20s. Yeah, the health scare stuff is really where you stopped. You just kind of maintained. Yeah, I knocked about 30 pounds off there. Yeah, and then just didn't gain it back. So, But, I mean, it helps, right? Because I don't really drink. And I think a lot of... Like my dad didn't start getting this until he started buying a case of beer every week. So, yeah, no, I I noticed that uh, 
Uh, my weight actually hasn't uh, gotten any worse since yeah. I've only been drinking on the weekends. Yeah, it kind of <clears throat> maintains itself, eh? Yeah, exactly, exactly. I just need to be a little bit more active than I have been in the last couple of weeks. Like, I'm, some weeks are obviously better than others, but I'm at this point, I'm not as worried about it. Or, uh, or at least I'm trying not to beat myself up about it as much because it's like... Uh, like as long as you're doing something, you don't necessarily have to like lift weights or something. Yeah. You just yeah, have to do anything. something and it counts. Right. So, yeah. I mean, you guys, uh, that mentality you, is actually kind of nice. Just do like 10 laps up and down your stairs in your house and you're good for a bit. Yeah. Or play tug of war with Titan for a little bit. Play. Yeah, well, that shit right like there. That, I mean, you know? friggin' Titan should be, yeah, that's an exercise. Well, to be fair, Titan would give mere mortals a hard time. <laughs> Me. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. He's, he's fucking tough dog, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, he's tough. He's a sweet boy. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. a sweetheart. He's yeah. a big baby. He is really a big baby. <laughs> yeah. Which you're totally lucky. I mean, like, if he had a little bit of a, a an aggressive bone in his body, he could kick your ass. <laughs> if he had any sort of awareness, like yeah. if he realized, like, man, like, I'm only like 20 pounds lighter than this guy. Who the fuck does I could he think throw he is? this guy around? Yeah, like, yeah. could literally ragdoll him. I'm like super lucky <laughs> <laughs> that he doesn't have that sort of awareness, or yeah. at least. Super lucky that I'm not such a shitty owner that he yeah. actually has to think about hurting yeah. me. <laughs> <You> or <know? laughs> he's like, you know what, fucking, I'm gonna eat his face. Like I'm lucky, yeah. and I'm, I'm a pretty decent uh, yeah. caregiver, I guess. He's I don't want to say owner. Three days, maybe I'll just eat him. Yeah, I don't like saying own. Like I, I mean, yes, I do own him, but I don't like it like in that term. You know? Yeah, I, I don't think I've ever called myself the owner of Benny. Yeah, me neither. I no, it's just. Ugh. Yeah. It sounds. He's weird. my dog. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, my dog. My boy, you're my boy, Titan. You're my boy, Blue. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> See, you know what? I just going back to the Jeff Goldblum thing. I paraphrased that, and you knew exactly what I was talking about. Mm -hmm. I didn't have to try and sound like Will Ferrell. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So your argument about doing a not even attempting gold bloom is better. My argument is it's better to not attempt gold bloom than to put forth a shitty gold bloom. And yes, the bloom a shitty gold bloom. <laughs> yours was a shitty gold bloom. Oh, it was awful. I won't even pretend it was good <laughs> or semi good. It was just bad. But I mean, like, you got to be pretty good to do a good gold bloom. It's like walking too. You have to be pretty good to do a good walk-in. When people do a good walk-in, I'm impressed. And I also feel like if you can't do a good walk-in or a gold bloom, don't try. Like I'll give you, like I'll say like yours, whatever, it's fine. Like it is what it is. Yeah. It's more or less, it's aiding the humor for me. <laughs> but if you were seriously saying like that was your, like, oh, that's a really good gold bloom. I'd be like, no, nah, Ken, you can't. <laughs> don't ever do that again. I used to be able to do a decent walk-in back in the day, but I used to practice. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember. used to be able to do like a really decent East European accent because of the power center, but now it's it's not it's garbage now. It's garbage. I don't even try it now because it's just I can just tell it's bad. 
But every I'm, now I'm and also then, kind of, I'm kind of glad then, it is bad. I get a good Alan Rickman that comes out of me. Yes, yes, you do get a good Alan Rickman every once but, in a while. But it's not like I, I, I never try. It just suddenly, it just comes out. It's yeah, like, when it just happens, just comes from me. It's, yeah, when it happens, it's it's uh, it's golden. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> like someone, Adrian will be like, "Oh, do your Alan Rickman." I'll be like, "I can't." Yeah, don't do that to I me, can't Adrian. Do it. <laughs> Why would you it, say it, that? He'll come when it's ready. When he's t- ready, you know, that's he's got to wait. Next time she says that, direct her to the Geek Pants episode, and just say, "Here it is, right there." <laughs> that's it, right there. Because <laughs> you did one on the Geek Pants uh, a couple episodes back. I can't remember which one, but it was really good. Yeah, and again, it came out of nowhere. We weren't talking about Rickman. I just nope. <laughs> some Rickman in there. <laughs> oh. So Ghostbusters too. <laughs> you know, it's, I was just thinking the same thing. I was like, okay, so I think now we're good. That was that was a good that was a good moment there. Good, uh, good time to finish up Ghostbuster Two. I mean, realistically speaking, um, I mean, rather than just go through the whole movie, basically we've already touched upon all the things that we liked about the movie. Like, all it is really, it's just like it's a bet uh, a bigger version of the first movie. You know, the characterizations are largely the same. I mean, I'll I'll admit that. I probably shouldn't have read any of the negative reviews for Ghostbusters 2 when I was watching it this time around because they really talk about how like it's really Bill Murray focused. And so that actually like you start to pick up on it more so. Whereas in the first one, like you could tell that, you know, Vankman was supposed to be like not necessarily the leader, but he was more of the the cool Ghostbuster guy, right? But it was still really even-handed with the only one getting the short end of the stick was Zedmore for obvious reasons, right? He was the new guy, right? Whereas now, like, they all get equal parts after, like, Bill Murray. Because a large chunk of the movie is Bill Murray. And they're all just kind of, everyone, even, like, Sigourney Weaver, uh, Tully, like all the other characters, they're all just kind of there under Bill Murray. And yeah. I mean, yes, at that point, he was the bigger star of the two. I think it was literally just him and Sigourney Weaver as being the two bigger stars of the movie. Because like, uh, what, Scrooge, I think, came out just before this movie? Yeah, I think that Scrooge was a year before this, yeah. You know, so he was riding high on that one. But it's funny because they actually cited Scrooge as being one of the reasons why they were like, you know, like, yeah, okay, you have more Bill Murray, but it's like, we don't need this kind of Bill Murray or whatever. I can't remember exactly, but I remember just being like, yeah, no, it's true. There's a lot of Bill Murray and and it's it becomes distracting almost, whereas it complemented everything complemented in the first one. This one, it felt more like. This is Bill Murray and the Ghostbusters, which was like, uh, which I didn't like. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, but, I don't know. I kind of. That would be my only real complaint, would be that it just was a little bit more centered on Bill Murray than it should have been. Um, and then, like, uh, others from the, uh, like, the physical, just the fact that they included the two design on all the ghosts, which made no sense. 
Yeah. Right. But other than that, I mean, story's great. Like I'm, I am glad that they kept it in New York and they didn't try to do a European jaunt around the world type of thing. You know, like I'm glad that they kept some of the stuff they wanted in the movie, like the river of slime, for instance, and the fact that it was in the old uh, tunnel systems and that whole sequence was awesome. Like so cool. Oh, so cool. So cool. <laughs> And then, like yeah. seeing seeing Egon go crazy on those cops at the top and everything. Like, I I actually liked how easy it was for them to infiltrate, like just in the middle of the night in New York, literally digging a hole. <laughs> 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 you know? And the cops show, uh, or no, the somebody shows up and he's like, "Hey, you know, I got to do this," and they're all just kind of bullshitting their way through it. And then finally, like it catches up to them, and they're like, "Ah, shit, we gotta get, yeah. we gotta get arrested." <laughs> <laughs> you know? I don't know. Uh, we got the return of William Atherton. I forgot about that. You know, he showed up again. Yep. Um, but yeah, like just overall, just a really good movie. It's this, uh, uh, the, the the whole ending um, where they slime the Statue of Liberty, right? And they start playing the music, and she walks across, and and all of New York is just gathering and singing with them and everything. That that moment, like I love the movies, but it was that moment where I fell in love with New York, like. That yeah. is the reason why when like Adrian and I finally went there, I proposed to her on the Statue of Liberty and why we went to the, the fire hall and, and took oh, wow. of it. And, like, See, for me, it was Spider-Man. It was the scene on the bridge where he's trying to save the people in the subway car and Mary Jane. And then when he finally does, and then like Green Goblin is going to gut him, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. then like, <clears throat> uh, you know, they... One guy throws the brick at Goblin, and they're like, "You mess with one of us, you mess with all of us." I was like, "Man, that is that is awesome," you yeah. know. Um, yes, the subway scene in Spider-Man Two is better, but that scene was like me going, "Like, oh man, New Yorkers are so cool! Like, they care about their city so much." Yeah, yeah, you don't it, it's see great. it so much now, but. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm glad. I'm really happy I got to go there. Well, not once, but twice when I did. Cause, yeah, like, yeah. That 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 was the city. Like that, my dream vacation was always to go to New York. Because, I mean, I don't blame you. I mean, you can see the Ninja Turtles. You know, you can see Ghostbusters, Spider Man, all the Marvel comics, right? I mean, Punisher. Like, there's so many people just hanging out in New York. That why wouldn't you want to go to New York? Seinfeld. Friends. Yes, Seinfeld. That's true. You know, like so uh, yeah, many great sitcoms. So, so many great sitcoms, right? How I Met Your Mother. Mm-hmm. I, just, I love oh. New York. I love New York. How I Met Your Mother. Oh, yeah. that's a great show. Yeah. What about that ending? Huh? What do you think of that ending? I love that ending. Really? I have no problem with that ending. I really, really liked it. Uh, I didn't I didn't hate it as much as a lot of people did, but I, I am not happy with it. And that, and that, it's like that's exactly what I'm saying, though, man. Like, I don't think I've really ever hated the ending of any TV show. Dexter, everyone fucking despised it. I loved it. Game of Thrones, <laughs> yeah, that's everyone, right. everyone hates the Game of Thrones ending. I fucking love that ending. Like, it, yeah, I every everybody hates the ending. The only the one that kind of disappointed me, and I I still don't hate it, but kind of disappointed was Seinfeld, where it just ended with him in the prison. And I loved it. I actually was like, okay. Right. Makes sense. And at first it was disappointing, but now when I think about it, I was just like, well, it's kind of a perfect way for this show about nothing to end, right? Exactly. And and so. like the other part too is when uh, when you're far enough removed, right? 
you yeah. can actually look at it and realize that these none of these people are good people. They're all terrible people. They're horrible people. <laughs> like Kramer is the best of the bunch, but he's not that great either. He's yeah. just better than those other three, right? Yeah. And that's why, like, when I, I talk to people about It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, I'm like, if you liked Seinfeld, just think of them as even worse versions of Seinfeld because they are. They literally are. <laughs> you ever watch it? It's Always Sunny? I tried the first season. I couldn't get into it. But I mean, oh, like... yeah, yeah. We talked about that. So, like, Charlie would be the Kramer character. Okay. I, I, want, know, Dennis... I want to give it another shot. Is it, I don't think it's on any streaming service, though, is it? Not that I'm aware of. Yeah. So, but, uh, you know, Dennis is Seinfeld. D is obviously Elaine. Yeah. You know, Mac is George, and Danny DeVito is Dan, Danny DeVito. Is but Danny that's, DeVito? Yeah. I think he showed up literally in the last episode of the first season, but it might have been the first episode of the second season. Yeah. But either way, either way. But yeah, so yeah, Seinfeld is just terrible. They're all terrible people. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no Ghostbusters too. I I love it. I mean, I love that ending. Honestly, I the way I feel when they're in the city in that Statue of Liberty, it just it's, it's such, such a great ending. Such. Like, and it, what I like too is that it's just it's all. Uh, and maybe I appreciate it more because of uh, my age and how I look at the world. But I love that it's just uh, positive, like love. Basically, love is what conquered Vigo. And yes. the, the ooze and everything. It was just everyone coming together, you know, and uh, it's, you know, it's like the Grinch, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it caused the, his heart to grow 10 times larger than normal. You know, it just, that's how, that's how we win. We win with love. We win with understanding. We don't mm -hmm. win with hate and division. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a great way to end the movie. It's a really great way to end the movie. Is Especially because it, it's a really good movie. Like it's not like it's a bad movie by any means. It's a good no. movie all the way through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's. I uh, I feel bad that I haven't watched it as much, but now like having watched it almost twice in the last couple of weeks, I'm like, yeah, I'll definitely be watching this more often. I watch it almost as much as as the first. Generally, if I exactly. watch it first, I'm watching the second right after. I, it's like a. I gotta watch. That's where I'm at now. That's where I'm at now where it'll be like, I, I have to watch both. Yeah. Um, it's also, unfortunately, putting a lot of weight on the shoulders of Ghostbusters Afterlife. I, you I'm know really, what? I feel like Afterlife's going to be really good. I'm going to do, I'm not going to compare it to the first two though, because it's going to be a, totally, but I was just going to say, it's going to be a totally yeah. different movie. I mean, I mean, yeah, like I said, like I, I feel I, I agree with you. I feel like if you go into it expecting the first two movies, you're gonna be very disappointed. Yeah. Okay. I, you I have to go into it expecting it to be um referential, referential of the first two, but being its own thing. Yeah. I think it's that's what, the idea. You gotta look at it as a spin-off and not a sequel. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's 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 what Ghostbusters here the call should have been. Yeah. That's the impression that I'm getting from these trailers. It's, that's the idea. It's saying, hey, look, we get it. We respect it. 
and and we were totally on board with that. But this is our thing, and we're going to do our thing, and it's going to be a little bit different. It's going to be a little bit the same, mm-hmm. but we hope you like it. We really hope you like it. Yeah. If you can capture the essence, then we're good. And that's uh, tying back to one of my previous rants earlier in this uh, camcast with Spider-Man. If you capture the essence of Spider-Man, then it really doesn't matter which one's your favorite. As long as they capture the essence of Spider-Man, it's great. That's why there's, I have no issues with Amazing Spider-Man 1 or 2 in their depiction of Spider-Man. And for the most part, the depictions of Peter Parker, for the most part, because the essence is still this kid who had something bad happen to him because he could, he could have stopped it and he chose not to. And now he wants to save everybody because he couldn't save that one person. That's the essence of Spider-Man. And now I, I still get that from uh, MCU Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. I still, I get that. They don't make it as much of a focal point as the previous versions, but I still get that sense that because he couldn't save that one person, he has to save everybody. He's just, you know, yeah. raised up in a world that had the Avengers. So it's going to be different. Yeah. Yeah, no, I like that. Yeah. Good job. You're welcome. <laughs> I didn't say but it's the same concept. It's the same thing like <laughs> with Batman, same thing. As long as you get the essence of Batman, then it's still going to be good. So while I'm like, I'm hesitant with the, the Batman, the reality is as long as they can get the essence, even if there's aspects that I don't ultimately like, like ideally I want to be able to go, I love that movie. That movie is great. And it was a great uh, interpretation of Batman. May not necessarily be my Batman because as of right now, it's going to be Christian Bale till I die, you know. But as long as it gets the essence, like even with Batfleck, Batfleck, there was enough of the essence of Batman that I was like, okay, all right. Like, I get it. This is an older Batman. He's seen some shit. He's going a little crazy. I hate that he's killing people, but I can understand why he's doing it. Even though he should never have done it, I can understand why he's doing it. There's still yeah. enough of the essence there. I don't not like Batfleck. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? I'll do that better. I'll do that better. I don't uh, not like Batfleck. That's better, right? That's great. Yeah. Uh, there we go. There we go. There we go. So, uh, yeah, so that's it. Ghostbusters 2 is awesome. Absolutely yeah. love the movie. Great movie. I feel so bad that I had shit on it earlier, but I'm glad that we have this time to rectify that and change it. And even though you're going to have fun editing the shit out of this video, this one's going to be a tough one for you. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll see. I might just let it flow like a classic ones. We'll see. Ooh, I don't think you will. It's the content, bro. <laughs> I haven't really been too worried about the content the last three weeks. <laughs> Yeah, okay, but now that your head's back in the game, that's it's going to be tough. I think I'll definitely air the Spider-Man thing as its own thing, the whole beginning. Oh, yeah, it's it has to be. Yeah, has to be. It was that, literally structured content for that news is fresh. It was structured for that purpose, like that. <laughs> <clears throat> Anyway, Geek Pantsers, as always, we can be found on Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram. We can also be found on uh, geekpantsmedia.com. We can be heard on Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud. 
And we can also be seen and heard on YouTube as well. Is that all of them? Or am I missing one? Google Podcasts. Why did I forget Google Podcasts? The worst part is I was thinking Google Podcasts, and I was like, but, nah. But damn, you did good, man, because it's been a while. I, I don't even know if I could have nailed it right now. I think you could have. I think you could have, because you would have said Google Podcasts. You wouldn't have left that guy out. Yeah, you're right. I sounded professional, but I left the sounded out, very so. professional. Very professional. <clears throat> and I well, it for you. Uh, no, 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 no. You made it better. I don't not like your outro. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I think I've infected you because I think for the next little while you're going to be saying that. <laughs> Adrian's going to hate me by the end of the night. <laughs> Why do you keep well, saying that? It's going to be the next couple of days where, like, after yeah. she'll start to hear it enough and then she'll go, He's been saying that a lot lately. And then you'll say, you'll, you'll be about to say something and she'll go, Let me guess, you don't not like these cookies. <laughs> you're going to be like, Mm-hmm. That's yeah, pretty much yeah, it. That's about it. <laughs> I don't not like your attitude right now. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so uh when that happens, just let her know that I'm the one that infected you with that. Yeah. Yeah. Chris gave it yeah. to me. <laughs> yeah, remember Chris and his, his awesome yeah. hugs? Well, he's the one who gave that to me. So it's not COVID, but it might be worse. <laughs> It might, it might be worse. It might be worse. It's going to drive you, you insane. The thing is, is, you can't really prevent it from happening. You know, no, like you can't you can wear a mask, you can wear a face shield, you can wear all the PPE you want, yeah. but I just mind ninja you. <laughs> That's a Dane Cook reference for you uh, younger Geek Panthers out there. Uh what was the joke? It was about his dad. That's right. <laughs> You're just like your father. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then later he's like, the fuck do you mean I'm just like my father? <laughs> <laughs> my father was a great man. <laughs> uh, for a while there, Dane Cook was the funniest guy in the world. Yeah, for us all, like, three or four years, he was Throwing I would say he had a good five years. Like when, once five he got, years. when five he years. got to vicious circle, yeah, uh, that was his peak. Because I remember distinctly, I got his comedy album after that one, Madison Square Garden. And while it was still good, it was like like you could just check off everything. Where it was like <clears throat> weird noises. You could say like. Uh, like a really long extended take on sex in the relationship, pop culture references, pretty much by the numbers, still good, but nothing new. Yeah. But man, when he was good though, like he's still really funny. Like now I'll listen to it and I'll go, he's still pretty fucking funny. He's still but funny. But I find I, I can't listen to it all the time though. That's yeah, my only like, thing. I, I'll still listen to him. I'll, I'll still think he's funny. It, I don't really see him being like the biggest guy in the world kind of thing. But like he was. Yeah. That was that was a hot streak. I mean, he had like three, four movies in a row. Like just boom, boom, boom. Like I think it's the movies that kind of killed him though, because they were the same shit all the way through. Like, and it was like, uh, Employee of the Month was, was really fun. good. Good luck. That Chuck. was really good. Good luck, Chuck. Is where you start to go. Okay, all right. I don't. What was, what was the one after that? 
There was one more of the comedy right after that. And it was essentially the same thing. But then he did Mr. Brooks with uh, Kevin Cosner. Which was crazy good. Like, he was crazy good in Mr. Brooks. So good. Actually, I, I'm going to rewatch that one because I remember really liking it, but I haven't watched it since, so I don't know if it's aged well or not. Nah, yeah. But I really liked him in Mr. Brooks. I thought oh, yeah. like, if we saw more of this, he would have had, I feel like he would have had more staying power. But yeah. But who knows? Who knows what oh, well. happened? Yeah, no. he's still still making so much money. He doesn't have to work. <laughs> well, he's doing um, he's doing script readings on YouTube now with a bunch of celebrities. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, you got like for a guy that engineered his own rise to stardom through MySpace. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, every other true. every other comedian was like, you're that's not gonna work you have to pay your dues you have to tour relentlessly and he was like uh yeah okay cool whatever i'm ahead of the curve yeah <laughs> and they were all like whatever loser it's never gonna work and then next thing you know you're like ah, i just read scripts and celebrities now on youtube because i don't have to work Ah. <laughs> uh. All right, one. That is all. We will uh, be back hopefully sooner than later next time. With Cam we'll Cam be here whenever we're here. One hundred. Okay? One hundred. And that's where we get to do Back to the Future. Triple digits. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. Back to. It the didn't future. even take us that long to get there either. No. Because we've done a lot of camcasts this year. <laughs> well that's what i was gonna say we'll actually get to 200 a lot quicker than we did to 100 because <laughs> i mean like we used to do bi-weekly and then it went and then it's been weekly all year long so it's been yeah, yeah. we've been bang on quite some time so yeah we'll get to what 200 a lot quicker yeah and then 250 and then 500 <clears throat> and 1000 we'll just be aging on uh, youtube <laughs> a couple grumpy old men or until we, we move everything Zoom over. Anymore. Until everything's moved over to geekpantsmedia.com. Yeah. Where that's our ultimate hub. And then you can see us on YouTube as well. But we would prefer you <laughs> to yeah. be there. But let's see what happens. And then it'll be Geek Pants VR. You're in the room with us. I, I'm horribly opposed to VR. Right now you are. But 50 real. No, 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 no. I, I've always been opposed to the concept of high-level VR. We've talked about this. Okay, 4D. Because of sci-fi. 4D. Because of sci-fi movies, I am horribly opposed to VR. Fine. Geek Pants 4D. There you go. We'll You're spray water bottles. They'll get, they'll get spritzed the face. They can smell your body odor. That's not good for anybody. I mean, we both smell really good, but that's still not good for anybody. Yeah. Especially if it's going to be in that room. Mm -hmm. after about two hours we're not so ripe at that point no it's not a very big room <laughs> no and it's it's horribly ventilated in the summertime very much so and horribly cold in the winter my feet are frozen <laughs> yeah but i would take that over like the swast every day of the week yeah yeah you can dress for that like you could like wear socks instead of your bare feet. These fabric chairs that I bought are a little better than our original ones. Those pleather things. Well, oh. see, you wore shorts though. I always wore pants, right? So I didn't have any issues. Yeah, man. Uh, I couldn't Rough. imagine that though. Rough. Mm -hmm. 
All right, buddy. And all right, all of you. See you next time. <laughs>